Yes, sir. What is happening, my friend? Man, had a little productive day. Yeah? So, yeah, just hopped out the shower. Hit the gym again? I did hit the gym five uh, days a week. Five days a week, man. Today was leg day, which was fucking, I mean, it was great, but it was terrible. Cause well, it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I got this little... I got this little can of ultra because we're having that that contest or that that challenge where we don't cuss. So if I cuss, I'm slamming this. The whole thing? <laughs> yeah. I was okay, gonna do what? it for shits you know and giggles, but I like I might, it. I might cuss more than once, so I I do a half. <laughs> okay. Give yourself a little bit of a handicap. Yeah, so I do a half. You couldn't pick anything better than Michelob Ultra. Bro. This, I'll tell you why I have this later. Okay, okay. I was going <laughs> to say, are we trying to get sponsors? And they are great tasting, low calories from what I've been told. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so, 95 you know. calories, uh, hey. only 2.6 grams of carbs. I mean. The working man's beer. <laughs> I like it. It's not a bad choice. Yeah, man, I used to come, be a Michelob man myself, but it's kind of a long time. You feel me? Look, like, it matched my shirt. You feel me? Like, oh, oh, look Michelob. at that. Got the USA on. Is that USA? Is that basketball? Oh, okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's USA Michelob. So Michelob highlights. I like it. That's good synergy. Red, white, and blue. Yes, sir. Very nice. I mean, it's kind of the wrong week because it's a very green week for St. Patrick's Day. But hey. oh yeah, see, I got green elsewhere. So elsewhere. Yeah, right, right, right here. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I understand. That's yeah, the fun kind of green. Yeah. Um, well, this shit, is purple. Man. Speaking of fun. Speaking of fun. There's this one guy that's having a little too much fun. Woo! Got himself in a little bit of trouble. Just yeah. a little bit of trouble. I had a feeling we're going to jump right into your boy here because I think he needs a talking to. Yeah, so let's jump right into it, man. Hey. Speak I don't... to the brother. Speak to the brother. I'm not going to take up too much of his time, of the people's time, of our time. But you know what? I'm going to keep it short and as concise as possible. So recently, those who have been living under a rock, as my boy CJ would like to say. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, John Morant was spotted on IG Live flashing his gun at a strip club. Was he on IG? I thought it was just at the club. Like He was on, he was on IG Live. It was on IG. Oh, you dumbass. Go IG on. Live. Oh. All right. So. So, right. And um, quick side note, he made two trips in less than 48 hours, which is none of my business, but man, my boy's living it up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, and obviously, that's led him to check into counseling. It's been all over the news, ESPN, all the news outlets, Facebook, social media, whatever. And today, actually, he was suspended eight games by the NBA. Now, I didn't see the video. Was it like a like pretty blatant? No, no, no. no. Or he just kind of it was more like the- a... Just kind of waved it around. Waving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Waving it, yeah. So not the uh, smartest thing to do, you know what I'm saying? But uh, honestly, happens all the time. More and than we know. Brings, <laughs> that brings me to my point. Mm-hmm. So John Morant has been crucified for his actions when in all reality, he's a 23-year-old growing man that is living his best life. Right. And like I said, he's 23 years old. He was drafted around 19. So did he make the smartest move? No. But guess what? Like I said, he's he was drafted. 
since 19. And, you know, when you get drafted and they throw all this money at you at, from, from a young age, now you got a lot of people you're looking at, a lot of people that's looking up to you, you know? That's true. A lot of people you're taking care of, et cetera, et cetera. So with that comes a lot of responsibility thrown onto a kid, really. That's only 19. Honestly, probably still a kid. Pretty much. You know, because when, yeah, when I was fast. 20, yeah, when I was 23, I, I was still a kid. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Same, man. You know, what, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure you were, too. Everybody a was. You completely know what I mean? different person when I was 23. Exactly. Yep. And that's my point that I'm making about John Moran. Yeah, he did something extremely stupid. But the only reason why we're holding them to this standard is because he's an elite-level athlete. Very true. And that brings me to my next question. Why do we hold elite-level athletes to a higher standard than the general public? Mm. Why do we pick and choose to use this narrative when when we talk about, for example, um, sitting out games in the NBA, right? Oh, yeah. People, Charles Barkley will say there's people working in the steel mill every day. They go into work and they're still tired. So right. you can choose when to hold these elite level athletes, these millionaires to your standards, according to the narrative. So how about we use that narrative now? John Moran is 23 years old and honestly didn't do anything different from <laughs> me or any of my guys right. on a weekly basis. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't do anything different. Um, doesn't make him a bad person. Was was it smart? No. But Very you know, when, you, when you fuck around, you're going to find out a lot. And John Moran is going to find out very soon. Actually, we all are going to find out who John Moran is very soon. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to come out this a better man, a better person. He's already acknowledged that, you know, he needs help. He had an interview with Jalen Rose, and there go the boys right there flying right down the block. Yeah, that was perfect yeah. timing. <laughs> there isn't Barry's flying right by. Yes, sir. And, yeah, so I believe he'll come out this a more grown, a more patented version of himself. Mm. And I cannot wait to see him back on the court and as a person – years from now because we're going to look back at this and like damn he's grown oh yeah and so i just wanted to say that um send my support out to john morant during this time when i know everyone's coming for his neck um and i know everyone has their own thoughts opinions but that was mine and um, I'm I glad you... it because honestly i haven't heard anything like mine everyone's been saying oh he's fucking stupid he's fucking dumb he's losing endorsements blah 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 but this is my perspective on it yeah and I'm glad you you put it that way as everyone's coming for his neck. And I actually really agree with that. Like you said, we put these athletes on a pedestal and we're just waiting. Everyone's waiting for them to slip up. The ones, especially the ones who are the haters. It's not even the supporters. Those will be the ones who would just say, oh, he, that was a fucking stupid ass thing. It's the haters that are the ones who are just like, oh, he finally fucked up. Here we go. Let's pile on him. And like you said, he, he's so young. And I believe the guy's got just, he's already a superstar, but he's got championships ahead of him. Like he's going to have an immaculate career. He's already on his way. He's a point God. He really is in such a short amount of time. So, and I mean, whether I believe that's with the Grizzlies or not is another story from the other day, but him alone, him alone, multiple championships. I I see greatness for him. Mm -hmm. So yes, this was stupid. Hey, I want to point out nobody got hurt. Yes, it exactly. was dumb. He didn't kill he didn't, anyone. He didn't shoot anybody. He didn't yeah. even pull a Plaxico Burris and shoot himself in the foot. Right. He didn't even and, do that. And let me let me add on that. So the, the majority owner of the club, the strip club that he was at, said, you know what? He was being very respectful to my dancers. 
And the dancer said the same exact thing. Exactly. They said he tipped very well. He took care of them, and they had fun. Yes. No, nobody got hurt, like you said. Right. If if that's old, you know, mentality from where he came from, and you know, and I, I understand. You and I have talked about race quite a bit since you've known me, and the idea that you have your your certain way about you bred a certain mentality bred into you. So who the hell knows what he was thinking when he's waving a gun around? Whatever. Beside the point is he's got a platform. He's got a generation of followers already as big fans of his. So, yes, this was a stupid thing because of the stature of player he is and a person he is. But do I believe it's going to do anything to his legacy? God, no. This is the man is suspended for eight games. Like you said, he's already making the right moves to make things right. Mm -hmm. And we'll move on. Everyone's going to just move on from this. If If someone got hurt, I understand piling on i understand like trying to tarnish his name but right this was a stupid blip and yep. honestly i like you said he's gonna be better for it i have no doubt in my mind i like the word you use a stupid blimp because this is the blimp that blimp. they used to distract us from the ufos that are uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no you're right yeah like, we're not talking about ufos anymore i think they just shot down Another Russian plane or something like? Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that shit. I seen that shit. Oh, yeah. we just skip right past that. Like, oh, yeah, okay. what's the right, But hey, John Morant, he was at the strip club, right? With <laughs> gun around. Yeah, let's talk about that for twelve yeah. hours straight. Like, <laughs> what? No, do I think it was? It, it's it can be both. It can be stupid and a learning um situation for him. So yeah. I, I don't. Those aren't exclusive ideas. I think he'll learn from it. I think he's going to grow and he'll be an even better player in person for it. Absolutely. That's all you can hope for. We can hope. I, I can't speak for the man. Hopefully he learns from this. I don't see why he would. He's a smart guy. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that was an interesting story. This, I mean, since our last episode, there has been so much sports news. Oh, my God. Yeah, every sport. Every fucking sport. Every fucking sport. But especially... Oh, lost. Uh, damn, no, I didn't even I didn't even start the challenge yet. Hang on. That didn't count. That didn't count. Okay, okay. that didn't count. All right. We didn't we didn't we didn't start yet. For those right. of you uh listening for the first time, uh if you go back and listen to some of our episodes, I, I've noticed that Ryan and I tend to cuss a shit ton. Me so, specifically. Specifically him, but I, I mean I'm pretty heavy on the F bombs myself. So I came up with this idea that we should try to do one episode where we don't cuss at all. Now, I wasn't going to bet anything to it just because I know this is an impossible task, but I'm interested to see if we can do it. So <laughs> we will start the cuss challenge for this episode starting in three, two, one. Now we start. Okay. So don't worry cussing. We're going to try to get the no whole episode. With no that. more cussing. I'm going to try not to think too hard about it because then I'm going <laughs> to know it's going to happen for me too. Oh, my God. Anyway, so... There's a there's a quite a few bits of information about the NFL. As we all know, free agency period opened up. We talked about that last week. There's been some crazy stuff going on since then. I will start backwards with one piece of news that I'd like to personally address myself. And then we'll pivot over to Ryan and his love life. And then we'll start our show. <laughs> and get into the meat and potatoes of it all, because you already know, as a Bears fan, I got a lot to say today. So, Holy! But as a small tidbit, I'm going to start with Mr. Aaron Rodgers. 
Mm. And as everyone, and even if you were living under a rock, you still heard about Aaron Rodgers. He has been the talk of the town, whether he deserves it or not. Because he was under the rock with you in his dark time. Exactly. He came out of his darkness retreat like a groundhog, ready to embrace the spring. And everyone has been just sitting and waiting for him to say what he wants to do, whether it's the Packers, whether it's the Jets, or retirement. Somebody just wanted some information. What's he going to do? Where is he going to go? Now, me personally, you know, I just want him out of the division. I want him out of the (laughs) NFC. I want him out of football, whatever. I can't stand the guy. I never could. And he's only getting worse as time goes on with his diva mentality. So today, (laughs) this morning, I got a little blip on my phone. Aaron Rodgers is going on the Pat McAfee show. And I woke up to that news and I said, oh, it's on. Here we go. This is going to be like LeBron James taking his talents to South Beach. And I already knew Rodgers was kind of waiting for all the the first big signings to happen because he wants a spotlight all to himself because that's what he thrives on. Fine. It is what it is. So he went on (laughs) Pat McAfee around lunchtime or so. And to his credit, I I can't believe I'm going to say something somewhat decent about the man. He didn't waste time. He didn't waste time. I will paraphrase, and he pretty much just said, this isn't LeBron. This isn't decision day. I made my choice days ago. I want to play for the Jets. Clear as day. Clear as day. Just like that. Just like that. Now, what I will, (laughs) what I loved about this was he did it, even though he got to the point, he did it in the most backhanded way possible. And it was hilarious. (laughs) He pretty much threw the Packers under the bus for all of it. And he even took it back to when Jordan Love got drafted. And he even, the the comments he was making was like, so I know they drafted Jordan Love, even though we had just got to the NFC Championship the year before. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Ooh. Ooh. And so they they drafted Love. And he said it multiple times. And then they drafted Jordan Love to be my my replacement. Like he said, my replacement. And I was like, oh, so you're a little salty about that. Okay, cool. You knew he was salty about it the whole time. Well, it's crazy because he should know how it is. He got drafted to replace Brett Favre. Exactly. The, so I mean, why are you so, you know what I'm saying? You should know how Jordan Love feels. He didn't pick himself. Right. The Brett so, Favre mirror image going on right now is, it's giving me whiplash. He's And where is he going? To the Jets. The same thing Favre did. It's so great how mirrored this is. But hang on. So all that to be said is he was just throwing just enough shade not talking crap about anybody, but just saying, like, I know the Packers have wanted me to do this for a while and kind of move on. But then I got, like, you know, MVPs since then. Yeah. So he was practically saying, like, hey, I kind of made it really tough for them to shovel me out of here. So I think he understands all that. But now my whole thing is I don't understand how the Jets – can look themselves in the mirror right now. The Jets have bent over backwards to make this man come to New York, including the fact that, and there's been some, you know, discrepancies here now. The rumor was that Rodgers had a list of receivers he wanted the Jets to take on if he was going to come. So they were like, okay. They went and signed Alan Lazard immediately. Give him 11 million a year. Exactly. 
they gave him some money. I was like, whoa, that was fast. Whoa, that was fast. And now today, Rogers was like, I never told them these are my demands. They just asked who I like talent-wise, and I gave them a list of people. They just so happened to go scurry off and spend millions on receivers. He he also would like him to talk to Randall Cobb. He also wants them to bring in Mercedes Lewis. And then he also asked for Odell Beckham. So it's like, <laughs> so you mean to tell me that in order for the Rodgers to go to the Jets, where they already have a really decent receiving core, if not like Garrett Wilson just yeah. wasn't rookie of the year. Right. Even Elijah Moore isn't bad. So they're just kind of sitting there in the receiver room like, wait, why are we yeah. adding like three more, four more yeah. receivers here? No, Lazard is probably enough. Exactly. By himself. Like, yeah. cool. Why do you need the rest of them? Yeah. I'm, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, I'm all with Odell because you know how I feel about Odell. I know. And Odell <laughs> would be great on that team too. But my yeah. thing is, you're going to have to get rid of Elijah Moore. And I don't see why you the, – the, He's got some talent. He's a young no. guy. Yeah, like, he's like, what, 23? 23. Like, why are you shipping off young stars just to make Aaron? And let me remind the fans, Rodgers is not officially on the team yet. So <laughs> Rodgers is sitting here, still a Green Bay Packer, let it, like manipulating the Jets to sign people before he himself signed a contract. And I know it's not on him. I know the Packers are the ones who are doing the negotiating and trying to come up with the right trade package. But my thing is, now this is maybe the dumbest scenario for a trade I've ever seen in NFL history. So now the Packers have all the leverage. All they have to do is wait. Yep. The, the Rodgers contract is guaranteed this year. Mm-hmm. Packers, because of a stipulation in his contract, can wait until September. Yep. Before right. moving riders, they don't have to make a move through the draft, through free mm-hmm. agency, nothing. And they <clears> will just sit there. And what are the Jets going to do? They can't back out now. He oh. publicly said. And McAfee had, like, the biggest ratings of his entire career on the, <laughs> on his show with, with this interview. So now the Packers can just sit there and wait until the Jets sweat it all out and give them everything. For Rodgers, who is yeah. going to give the Jets in turn, what, two years and get destroyed in the AFC? Because guess what? The NFC is nothing compared to the AFC, bro. Yeah, the AFC is looking tough. It's, I mean, it's getting the tougher Chiefs by the day. will always be there now. Yes. They're turning into the new Patriots. Uh-huh. Um, hey, the Patriots got- are making some moves now. They got Juju today. So, like... And James Robinson. And James Robinson. Yeah. So, yeah. like... You're not getting any easier of a schedule going to the AFC. And you have the Bills in your division. Thank you. Like, what? And, and the Dolphins. The Dolphins are still there. Who just got Ramsey. Yes. Jalen. You get to see Jalen Ramsey twice a year. Minimum, bro. And they just got Deshaun Elliott from us, which well, was I a great that. pickup. They got him yes. on the low low. Mm-hmm. Great pickup. We took an L. And we'll get some more into some signings later on today, too. But, yeah. like, all that to be said is, one, no, it's not all on Rodgers, but at the same time, bro, you manipulated yourself into this position, and now yep. you have two franchises who are just playing chicken, just doing a staring contest, yeah, and just waiting till someone blinks. And all that saying is, 
poor Jordan Love is just sitting there like, can I can I have the keys to the car now, please? Can I, can I play? Can I can I drive the car now? Can yeah. I be the guy? He's been and, sitting there for three years. But on the flip side of that trade thing, what Aaron Rodgers can do is he can approve or disapprove of whatever team that the Packers choose to trade him to. Oh yeah. So it's with the Packers is kind of like a double edged sword because it's like. I'm, I almost dropped it. I almost dropped it. It's like, oh, frick. Yep, nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, but that, frick. You bring up a good point. It's because the Jets are the only team that even expressed that real of an interest in Rodgers. So now yes. you know it's the Jets or no one. Yes, because the Raiders just got um... Jimmy Garoppolo. I was going to say somebody irrelevant, but they got it's somebody. <laughs> pretty much irrelevant at this. They yeah. got Derek Carr and, you know, with a tan. That's about it. Yeah, Derek Carr with a tan and a jawline. That, that's, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. It's, it's the same, same guy. A little yeah. nice little stubble. A little handsome man, you feel me? It's the same guy. Yeah. So that's that all to be said is, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting situation. And I, I would like this to be wrapped up because I am just so tired. Of hearing about Rodgers, I swear. And what do you it, mean? You love talking about him. I I love talking crap about him because he's showing his is. I was said the a word. He's showing <laughs> it behind and his hey, colors. Not a cuss word. Um, people use it on TV all the time. You're not wrong, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna consider them all all cuss words. Um, he's showing his true colors, and I think New York is going to go this crazy for a quarterback who just doesn't care just pay him his money and i can't wait to see the new york media try to keep up with rogers when he goes in his freaking ayahuasca trips in upper new york because Yo, that's who that's who he is what if that's what he wants i'm sure it is i, I mean he's... it's still new york let's not gonna yeah. listen i know they play in jersey or whatever but but no it's, it's be the king of new, new york, york media covering him yeah yeah you know he if if it was me like dude Bank on it. You know what I mean? No pun intended. Bank on it. Bank on <laughs> it. Like, go, go be the king of New York. Somebody's got to be. We haven't seen the king of New York since Joe, uh, no, uh, Joe, Joe Namath. Namath. I'm going to say Joe Montana. Joe Namath. Broadway oh, Joe. The Jets. You're talking about the Jets. Yes. Well, I'm just saying. King of any New York, really. Like Eli? No. Eli was never the king. <laughs> Eli was in a good situation. He was an above average quarterback, and he made do with some seasons that he beat Tom Brady twice. twice. He beat Tom Brady twice. That's really about it. I would never consider Eli the king of anything. Eli's not even the king of his own house. But that's neither here nor there. But don't let me hate on Eli. I like Eli just well enough. The Mannings just bother me. So <laughs> hey man, but you can't you can't spell elite without Eli. Oh God. <laughs> did he come up with that or did you come up with that? No, uh, one of his receivers came up with that. I forgot. Oh <laughs> it was back in the day. I was like, you know what? I like that. I think it was um I think it was Manningham. Might have been Manningham. Mario really? Manningham. Mario Manningham? Well, I could wow. be wrong, though. could be wrong. I could be That's wrong. That's the only worthwhile contribution he made to the NFL, then. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding, that, though. Manningham. No, he had that catch uh, yeah, in the Super Bowl, actually. He That's was right. one of the dudes that had a catch. catch? No, that was David Tyree. David Tyree. In the first Dang. one. In the first oh, one, yeah. And then Manningham had the, uh, had the second catch in the um, second. Just yeah. immaculate receptions. That's all. He's not the king of anything. He just happens to have... Some miracle plays in his pocket. Hey, someone threw it. Someone threw it. 
Oh my <laughs> goodness. You're 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 right. Somebody had to throw it. Don't, don't do it. Anyway, let me get off of Rogers and his crazy behind. Now we can start the show and get to your love life, or you can do the love life and start the show. It's your choice, Mr. Man, you know what? Uh, since we're already on football, let's just keep it on football and then we'll end Ooh, my story. I like it. Switch it okay. Switch it up. Switch it let's up. Let's start the show. One, two, Now, like we were saying, it's been a crazy week in the NFL. Crazy. Crazy. Once free agency opened up, floodgates, like just bananas. But you already know who I'm going to start with because there was one team that lit the fuse. Hmm, Which one? I'm thinking it's my team, my team, the Chicago Bears. Now, we talked last time, and they were the bell of the ball, number one draft pick. We talked at length about what we are going to do with it and the possibilities. So the Bears, and again, we're talking to the people who lived under the rocks for the last week or so. The Bears traded that number one pick to the Carolina Panthers, and that is something I was not expecting. I was hoping we stay in the top 10. But I did not think about the Panthers and how desperate they would be for a quarterback because why wouldn't they be? Real quick. Yeah. I believe I said in a previous episode that they were going to trade with the Carolina Panthers. Stop it. Did you really? And they were going to draft Will Levis because they're picking too late to take anyone else. (laughs) I'm going to go back and check the episode and I I will clip that right here. It was either that or something like a double trade, which would eventually be the Panthers. Now, was I was hoping I was hoping yeah. we would do a double trade, like yeah. trade down to two and then, and then maybe down to like eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. That all being said, the Bears and Ryan Poles, who I was admittedly skeptical about when he great first, first got here. I guess. Great <laughs> first name, yes. A lot of, he's, hey, he's he's another schemer like you, huh? <laughs> Rizzy Schemes, best coach on Madden. Rizzy Schemes. So Rizzy Schemes out here scheming. And this man pulled off a master class. And he traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers for the number nine pick. But mm. then we also got the number 61 pick. So that's a nice late second rounder. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Snagged. Carolina's first round pick next year. Thank you very much. We needed that minimum. And then a second round pick, 2025. Not bad. A couple years out, but we could flip that for something, hopefully. But then the cherry on top. And this is what made me... I I think I marched around my office just full of vinegar. I don't even care. I was so <laughs> happy. We ended up getting DJ Moore. That's the more I was talking about. That's the more you were talking about. Yes, sir. If you are not familiar with DJ Moore, that man is young, number one. And he got that. Just a twitch machine. And let us remind people, 5,000 receiving yards already. How many years in the league? Mm, 
I believe it's five now. Was it five or five? I, I think six, maybe five, five or six? six. Five, I think six years, maybe. That's fucking. Oh, there it is. <laughs> nice. See, sometimes, see, hey, when a player is like exceptionally talented, like sometimes cuss words are the only words no, that are appropriate it. to describe them. Trust and me. DJ Moore is that dude. He's just been playing for a garbage organization. Exactly. Total so, garbage organization, garbage quarterbacks. Other than, I mean, did he play with Cam? He did, but Cam was like already banged up. Yeah, it was old Cam, yeah. you know. So he now here's the thing. So he played with these quarterbacks who just below average dumpster diving quarterbacks, and mm-hmm. he still managed to pull off at least five thousand yards in the last six years. That is very, very underrated and very solid, and sadly makes him like the number one receiver in Chicago Bears history without even touching the ball, which is crazy. No, don't say Uh, that. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, yes. That's it. It's just Brandon Marshall. Alshon Jeffrey? And it's close. Alshon never got five. Not with Mm, the Bears. That's true. Not with the Bears. That's true. See? You're talking about with with that team. Yeah, with the Bears, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So putting DJ Moore on the Chicago Bears instantly makes him the guy. And oh, I know yeah. people, yeah, people will say, and I've seen a lot of hate this week too. I see you haters. It's okay. It's okay to be afraid. It's nah. all right. But my thing is, I'll take it. Yet, is he an elite number one? No. Is he like a low end, still an actual number one? God, yeah. yes. He <laughs> is as good as Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes. Who is lighting the league on fire right now? Just will, two different players. Right. Yeah. I will absolutely, we're going to adore DJ Moore. And I meant to rhyme that on purpose. It doesn't sound like it, but I totally did. <laughs> that man is a route running machine. And he's he is, fast as he hell. Fast as hell. He is going to open up Justin Fields and this playbook. And he has these these things that work. Hands. Kind of need hands for this game. Yeah. And he's got some great hands. He's got a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Those two. And how ironic, Fields is number one, Moore is number two. Just like that. It, it's destiny. It fits together like a perfect puzzle. I am thrilled that we were able to snag a really good receiver. Because I did not expect that. As much as I would want a player as part of these packages... It didn't seem like we were going to be anything, like in any position to get a decent player in this kind of package. If it wasn't going to be DJ Moore, it was probably just going to be another first-round pick. And honestly, I'll take more. I am all about those value picks, yes, but a proven receiver, a proven position player, a proven skill player? Yes, please. Yes. We are desperate for it. Especially a number one receiver. Like, Chicago was desperately needing one for how many seasons now? Too many. Too many seasons. (laughs) Too many seasons. I have had to deal with all these number threes in the number one position because we that's all we have. That's all we can it's all we can muster. But then fields can't throw. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like Oh, they're gonna see. They're gonna see. You're about to, yeah. They don't see now. I told people I am keeping receipts, and I'm not joking about that. I will be back here next year after Fields throws, hmm, I don't know, 4,000 yards this season at least. Runs for 800? Right. He's going to go insane. Mm. He's going to go insane. And just because 
all of you can't stop talking about how much he can't throw. You know who what? else he said that about? Lamar Jackson. And then he won the MVP. Thank you. Like, so it's, it's gonna happen, people. Yeah, it's gonna I mean, happen. It's not that it's not. It's not that he can't throw right now. Like we said, he just hasn't had any weapons. Right. Right. He can't throw in, college, hands. in college, when he actually had receivers, right, he was up there with Trevor Lawrence as far as <laughs> precision goes. They went toe to toe, and he so, outdueled Trevor Lawrence, who is a notorious passer. Like the man yeah. can throw. The man yeah. can throw, and I, I am tired of the narrative, but. We'll have to wait and see. It's fun. Watch them, watch them trade back. So wait, how many picks do they have in the first round this year? Is it just that one? We still have just the one. Watch them trade back, get two picks, take like DSN or DS, what's his name? Uh, uh, Smith and Jigba. Oh, yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yep, JSN. I was just about to get to JSN, which is Watch them because... draft him and watch them take someone on the D-line. They'll be right. straight. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. been quite a few moves in that front, too, because now with number nine, the question is, well, what do we do with that now? Because you, you've you kind of gotten the receiver problem taken care of for the most part. Yeah. Now, I mean, yes, more Mooney and Claypool as a trio is interesting, but, you know, contracts are coming up very soon. So a lot of what I've been seeing from Bears fans is they still want to take JSN. Yes, absolutely. I don't think it's a bad idea. No, you, you're gonna have another Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Exactly. exactly. I, I'm not sure if they overlapped like that, but I know they played together. They, they, they played together. Same team together, but I don't know if they were on the field like that together. Oh, son, how how soon you forget? Yeah, Smith and Jigba. That's fine. I'll, I'll I'll educate you on that one. Smith and Jigba was the best receiver. When Fields was in Ohio State, along with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, Smith and Jigba had more receiving yards and touchdowns than both of them. That is Fields' guy. Yo. That's his guy. Dog, this whole time, I thought thought Garrett Wilson was mm, in Jigba this whole time in college. uh, because I'm if, like, wait, no, Garrett Wilson was destroying them boys. And then you said he yes. was, he yeah. was. But Smith and Jigba, remember, got injured in the last season, though. So a lot of people oh. kind of feel like that gap is there and they forget the year prior. Yeah, it was that's, JSN. That's right. He got that's probably why I forgot because he got hurt. If it wasn't for him getting hurt, yeah. I kind of feel Wilson and Olave. I mean, maybe don't get drafted where they got drafted. We'll see. But that being said, yes, JSN was the guy. Yeah. So they, they need to go ahead and take him. Picking him up at nine, as much as I know we, we need linemen, I, I get it. We're still kind of a lot has happened. A lot of moves have been made from a lot of teams. And a lot of these linemen that I was really praying for all got snatched up. It's fine. Because honestly, and we'll go over some of these contracts in a second, because these these guys got paid, and some of them should not have been paid as much as they got paid. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Well, we're going to talk about that. But Ryan Bowles, for all the credit I will give him, he didn't go insane with the spending. Yes, we have more money than anybody else. You heard me bragging about that. But he didn't get reckless with it. We had some good, solid, above-average pickups, but he didn't spend the entire bag. 
No, you guys didn't have above average pickups. You guys had very good pickups. I was being modest, but yes, I'm uh, actually very, very opinion, excited. You guys had outstanding pickups yeah. that instantly improved that defense. Okay, like, you can you can gas it up because I was like, <laughs> I've been like, giddy all week. They're instantly the two best players on that front. <laughs> Just, Today, it's so great. <laughs> Today, do you understand how like how they long ain't even practiced yet, right? <laughs> They have they just signed the contracts today. Like, you know how long and how many years I've had to hear, oh, the Bears messed this draft up. Oh, they messed this contract up. Like, they made they didn't smart... fuck this up. That was another F bomb. <laughs> you are failing this one. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm about to two-lip this then. Yeah, you're gonna have to. I might have to grab another one. Get I might fuck back up. out, brother. I, I just did it again. <laughs> I said the same oh, word. My God. I'm I said this, count. I'm I was about to say it again. Right? I was about to say it again too. Uh-huh. I was about to say, I said the same word effing three times. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's why it's a challenge. It's a challenge, sir. Yeah. All right, bro. All right. Well, here's your first lip. Congratulations to the Chicago Bears. Y'all made me cuss three times already. Woo-hoo! Go ahead and chill. That's for uh DJ, um, Tremaine, mm. uh, and uh TJ. Oh, yes. TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds. I, those two. The fact that, and we'll, we'll backtrack a little bit, uh, the Bears shipped off Roquan Smith. I know it's top of everybody's mind as, as soon as we signed these two linebackers was, why didn't you just pay Roquan? Listen, people. Roquan wanted $100 million. $100 million. And yes, he is the best off-ball linebacker in the league. I guess. He's better than both Tremaine He's Edmonds. better than both of them. Yeah. Fine. But the fact of the matter is, those two linebackers are nothing to sneeze at. They are both leads. TJ Edwards was a the lead tackler on the Eagles last year with that crazy defense they had. Tremaine Edmonds is a superstar. Like, and bo- Oh, I don't mean to cut you off, but both but, of them play all three downs. Exactly. So you're getting value. The two of them combined are costing the Bears less than we would have paid Roquan Smith. Roquan didn't have an agent. <clears throat> he clearly didn't really want to be here. It is what it is. It's a business. We're happy Roquan got the bad. But boy, did Ryan Poles wheel and deal and make sure that the Bears were in a really good position when we were done with it. Mm-hmm. Man, that could have been that could have went horribly. Even with just TJ Edwards, I, I I thought that that was already a W. And for a st- they paid TJ Edwards nineteen million. That's it. Yeah, that is a cousin sub, bro. That, he was supposed to go for yeah, 10 come right over. Yeah, like minimum. He took it for what three years, nineteen million. Like yeah, it's a it's a it's a cup of chili, like yeah. <laughs> and a diet and then- coke. And, and he's then they got Tremaine. Tremaine Edmonds made my nipples hard. I'm just saying. <laughs> like I I got to that point where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you pulled off an elite level linebacker like that. Now yeah, yeah, and, that again, everyone's got their weaknesses. I get it. I can hear the people in my ear going, Well, well, he wasn't that great in, in the run coverage. Like, look, I dude, he's still if you look at the stats, he is top tier. He's dude. top tier. He was definitely the best inside linebacker on the free agent market. So easily, easily. So what well, are we complaining about? 
I Him mean, Levante David. Levante David's up to do. Levante David isn't yeah. Levante David older though. Yeah, and he just signed, resigned back. So. Right. So I mean, it is what it is with that. The Bears put on premier talent and added it to the defense without breaking the bank. That is that. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. But anyway, that's enough about the Bears. Like, I just, hey, I love it. I love the moves we made. I love the moves we can still make. And I think there's still a few big-time moves that are in store between now and draft night, which is going to be just crazy. Yeah, so far for me, the Bears are winning in the offseason. Yes, sir. Uh, they have an A on my report card for them. Hey, all right. <laughs> we never get A's, man. And on that note, I'm going to um, finish this uh, for the Bears. Um, okay. We're destroying the Lions right now in the offseason. <laughs> it's just a respectful drink, huh? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'm giving the Lions a C right now. And I was going to ask you your thoughts about what the Lions have been doing so far. Detroit Lions, man. Boy, have they not been listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy. Oh. So we let go of um, Jamal Williams, which, which hurt know. us. That hurt me, man. I watched yeah. him. All yeah. year with you guys last Bro. year, and just oh man, <sighs> a heart yeah. of your team. Not only on the field, but in the locker room. Hundred percent. If you watched, um, what's it called? Hard Knocks. Yes, he was the heartbeat of our team, and you saw it from the gym. Absolutely. You know, you can't replace that. You can't put a price on that. I wish we would have paid him, but I understand the business decision of going out and getting a guy like David Montgomery, who's younger. True. Who's a better player, I must admit. Mm, okay. Okay. He's a better player than I Jamal. I feel like it's mostly even, but I'm biased. I watched no. the kid run for us for a while. and Demont had the highest missed tackle rate in the league last That's year. for sure. That's, I'll give you that. That's saying a lot with your terrible offensive line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, we had like the, what, top five rushing offense last year with that yeah. line? It's going to yeah. David Montgomery and Justin Fields, yeah. You see how I said he's better than Jamal Williams? Who he's not better than is DeAndre Swift when Swift is healthy. That's who he's not better than. I Let's get that out the way right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I understand the pickup, you know, gives you that thunder to Swift's lightning, you know? Okay. I was like, thunder and also lightning. thunder? <laughs> <laughs> Swift is that quick guy. But, yeah. So, I mean, cool. Like, I'm okay with it. I much rather would have had Jamal Williams and slowly hand the reins to Swift. I agree. Um, but I guess, I mean, Brad Holmes has been hitting, like, on his draft picks and yeah. even his free agent signings. So, you know what? I'm going to trust him. That's all you can do. But it's getting hard to trust him, man. <laughs> Once I keep going down the line and see <sighs> all of these transactions that he's making, it gets a little hard to trust him, man. I'm gonna say, it's like Cam watch Sutton. The watch the moves go by, bro. Cam Sutton, Cameron Sutton. I saw that when 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 Jalen Ramsey went for a backup tight end. Yep. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey got traded to the Dolphins for a can of Coke. Bro, and like a what round pick? Third. A third round pick. Y'all couldn't afford third? I was just playing Madden. We got plenty of third round picks. Right. <laughs> you couldn't afford, you couldn't afford one Don't third? even play with me, man. It wasn't even multiple thirds. It was one. 
one third and a third string tight end. Right. Bro, who's the guy they even traded for? Like, bro, we could have given Shane Zostra, who's better than dude right now. Right. And two third round picks. A pair of Nikes. Like, bro. What? Like, what are we doing? I don't know how you don't make that move, man. What are you doing? You imagine but, Jalen Ramsey on, on your secondary? <laughs> Ramsey and Ooh. Okuda and Ooh. Kirby Joseph, who will have a breakout season next year. I think so. Ballhawk. Ballhawk. We got Tracy Walker coming back. And that's then a, we're still no sitting at zone. six. No fly zone. We're still sitting at six. Right. Never that's, know. Those are the moves you're supposed to be making. Yeah, but apparently uh, Cam Sutton uh, and Emmanuel – I actually like Emmanuel Mosley. I like that pickup more than Cam Sutton. I sure. wish Emmanuel Mosley was the only corner that we signed. Right. Uh, he was hurt a lot last year, but from the time he played, he was really productive. Okay. Um, I think he only played – I forgot how many games he played, but he had a pick – uh, decent amount of tackles. Mm. Uh, played for the Niners, for those who didn't know. Um, but, yeah, Cam Sutton played the entire year and had, like, three picks, which is <laughs> decent. But yeah. Emmanuel Mosey played, like, four games and had a pick. Yeah, I- I'll take that. Right. Um. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, yeah, we lost Deshaun Elliott to the Dolphins as well. Right. Dolphins making good moves. Dolphins are sneaking by right now. Got, got two guys that were on my list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who Deshaun Elliott? Who was he? He he was only our best player on defense every once in a while. That, that's all. You know, nothing major. He he come down and play linebacker and then drop back and play deep safety. Right, nothing, right. Nothing big. You know, nothing too. Not, not <laughs> like we don't have another guy on our team that can do that, right? Right. I guess not. Yeah, plenty, of those. Yeah. <laughs> plenty of those. Plenty of those. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, we resigned uh Bugs, uh the white D lineman, uh I forgot his name. Anzalone. Oh, white linebacker, Anzalone, yes. yeah. Anzalone. Which, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I we talked about that. Anzalone last time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool with that. Uh he I think it's a solid leadership. depth. Uh yeah, solid depth move. Uh he knows what he's doing, knows it is assi- knows his uh, assignment. Yeah, that's all you ask for. Coverage. I'm cool with that. Um, but Kaminsky, I think his name is a Krominsky, something like that. D lineman, white D lineman. We'll just sign. Mm. Um, nothing too major though. Uh, man, <laughs> think, you're just watching. Think, people, you're watching people play at the pool right now. But I think uh-huh. we didn't do anything major yet because we're waiting for one guy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We are waiting for number eight, Lamar Jackson, to come and save the day. <laughs> We spending all our money on Lamar, man. Let me tell you. Like I said, Jared Goff, we're gonna bring him into the office. Brad Holmes gonna have another conversation with him. Like, look, this is a business decision. You feel me, Jared? Like, we just cut Jamal. So what? What, what the f you think we gonna do? <laughs> nice save. Nice save. We, we let go of Jamal. We ain't resigned Deshaun. So what you think gonna happen to you? You guessed it. Mm-hmm. You're getting traded for Lamar Jackson. Why? Have fun in Baltimore, my boy. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> so, in is going to come Lamar oh, Jackson man. with the extra free cap space. We're going to pay that man whatever he wants. Give him whatever he wants. He has the O-line he can run behind and throw behind. Has receivers that can catch down the field and catch his sword and make plays down the field. <laughs> He got running backs that can run the ball. 
He has a thumper. He has a speed guy. He has a defense that looks like it's opportunistic. It's just oh. a it's made in heaven. Oh. He's coming to Detroit. I'm manifesting it. It's going to happen. Ain't nobody going to rain on my parade, even when he signs with another team. <laughs> <laughs> It's not too late. <laughs> it's still not too late, man. I still got Madden. Oh my god! I still got Madden, man. <laughs> you so, really man, go ahead, Lamar. Team. Bring your bring your behind to Detroit, man. You are really trying to man. I'm surprised you don't have some kind of like shrine that you're praying to these days. Well, Lamar, man, what you mean? Face. What you mean? I got. Hold up. Let me let me show you. I got. Oh god. <laughs> I got one of these sitting at my desk. Oh my god. <laughs> It's a line with a crown on it. You know what I'm saying? It, Beautiful. If, if Lamar signs, I'm painting this with a Lamar Jackson jersey. You feel me? That'd be dope, though. Yeah, yeah. You should do, do then, that anyway. <laughs> and then this one, I, I'll paint this one with the Amaran St. Brown jersey. You, you have me? multiples of those? I have two of these. But hold up. I love lines. I love lines. I, like I, I got that, one. Though. I got one uh, tatted on me right there. Right. I knew about that. Yes. Yeah. And then I got, I got some more. These are like dragon lines. Nice. Yeah, my mom bought me these. My mom bought me these. Those are dope. Yeah, yeah. They're nice. like little, little little charms or whatever. I got a little dragon too. Look at that. Bam. Hey. Tail broke off though, so that's why I have bad luck all the fucking time. Oh, Damn. I dropped an F bomb. No. Oh. No. Oh. Uh, I was like halfway there. Hey, take a shot. Take a shot. Take a oh, shot. No, all I have is Hennessy. Take a shot. Take a shot. Oh, take a shot. Hey, I. I finished the beer. Look at you. Finished, uh, I finished the beer. Zero calorie, full on taste Michelob Ultra because we you love have, Michelob Ultra and we need sponsors. We love you, Michelob. You you have a little shot of that beautiful Hennessy that tastes amazing that lets me do beautiful things to beautiful women. <laughs> I will spit it out. <laughs> oh God! Come on, Hennessy! Like, come on, you can sponsor us too. Ultra, Hennessy you know can go. Yeah. Okay. Sponsors they get sponsors, I guess. Oh, as long as they send you. Hey, the come on, stuff. man. <laughs> come on, man. Man, Hennessy. I just, I'm not black enough for Hennessy, man. I told you. I've told hey, you many pff. times. Hey, it's in your DNA, though. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> but still, we just gotta get a sponsor, not like. <laughs> if, if 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 it ends up being Hennessy, I will change my tune. Until then, well, hey, man. Poison. Nas is a spokesman for Hennessy. So, oh, is he really? He really is. Oh, like, so now, now I have like. to. Now I have to. See, like now you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got to. Black and ugly. You like Nas, right? I, Nas, is, I've been saying, is my number one favorite rapper of all time. And I knew that. So, you know, I mean, the man has banger after banger. All his albums are just molten lava. I listen to it nonstop. Illmatic is lodged in my brain. Illmatic. It'll be on my, it'll be on my tombstone. Classic. I mean, it just, come on, man. Nas is the godfather. Yeah. I always tell people, uh, this is totally off topic, but yeah. Nas was like Jesus, and Jay <laughs> Cole wrote the Bible. Oh, I like that. That's what I always tell people. Oh, so that's how man. I look at Nas. Like, not, I have a, I have high regard for Nas. If yeah, and the the people we listen to now, the the J. Coles and the Kendrick Lamars, and I mean even Drake, all of them, all of them, they pay homage to Nas, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't understand that. And mm -hmm. Especially J. Cole. I mean, that was his hero for mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. Nas has fingerprints in hip hop history. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I love it. And the, the best quote I've ever heard about Nas when it comes to Illmatic 
It was one review. I can't remember who said it or what review it was, but someone wrote, Illmatic sounds like Nas stuck his head out of the window of his Harlem apartment and just rapped about whatever he saw. And I was like, that is the realest mm. stuff I've ever heard. That is so dope. Yeah. Because it's, per- it's perfectly describes it. Like, you f- you put on Illmatic, and I have Illmatic on vinyl. I'm a hipster when it comes to that kind of stuff. I got I gotta get it. I got to get it. I got I got Jay Cole's albums. I got, yes. can't see it, but I got, I, I got some more of them. I'll show you what I got uh, later on. I yeah. got that on, on vinyl. And when you put that on vinyl, man, I swear you're transported. I feel like I'm at Harlem. I feel like I'm yes. Fucking, oh, I'm with Dr. F-Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a winner. Um, I feel it's like different. I'm throwing bones, man. Like, it's, it's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. It's such a good album. If you haven't heard it, my goodness, what have you been doing with your life? Man, go 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 listen to that L man. I don't care if you don't even like rap. He will make you like no. rap. Yeah. No. Or at least respect it. He will... Nas is a teacher. If you listen to him and give him a chance, he will grab you by the ear. Right. Until, Sit here, little boy. Right. Let me tell you a story. That's a thug poet. Let me tell you what you should do. Let me tell you what you shouldn't do. And let me tell you what can happen if you do one or the other. That's right. That's what he'll tell you. Who is getting shot outside your apartment right now? That's like the fourth cop I've seen drive by. Man, uh, that time it was a fire truck. Fair uh, enough. So <laughs> someone's house is burning or someone's cat is in a tree or something. Let's go with the cat in the tree. That's yeah. funnier because it's Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other times I don't know the boys was flying by. I don't know. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. Oh, anyway, we digress. I wanted to talk <laughs> about a few more. There's so many signings. We are not going to sit here and waste time talking about all of them, but there's mm-hmm. a few high-profile ones that I wanted to kind of dig into a little bit. Let's talk about them. Or, Where you want to start? Quarterback? No, let's not start with quarterback because we talked good. about some of those contracts last week. Because them quarterbacks ain't even that good. No, no. Ever since the last episode, it's not like any ridiculous quarterbacks got picked up. We talked about Jimmy Garoppolo going to the Raiders, and that's a... Ooh. That's a downgrade I, from Derek that's Carr. That's a downgrade. I'm not sure what y'all thought. And then... Oh, it makes sense. I forgot, though. Why does it, it make sense? sense? McDaniels was from New England. Oh, sure. That's his guy. That's his guy. So maybe it could work, even I'll though say, he's the worst player. I'll say it made sense until this morning. Wait, what happened? Because then the Raiders decided to trade Darren Waller to the Giants. Oh, that Darren Waller is a top three tight end when he's healthy, if not top two. I mean, Kittle and Kelsey and Waller are like the top three. They, yeah, everyone I, else. Waller is Waller. I mean, everyone else. Below them. Way below. Two levels below. But so, yeah. for some reason, the Raiders, again, for like a third round draft pick, not sure what's that. That's like the hot thing to do now is give a third round for a big player. Who now knows? the Giants have Darren Waller. The reason I am talking trash about the Raiders for that one, did you not watch Jimmy Garoppolo? In San Francisco, him and George Kittle, that was the combo. He is a short passer who loves tight ends. So you bring Garoppolo in, and for no reason at all, you ship out a top three tight end for nothing. For zip. Like, yes, Devontae Adams is still there, but now Devontae Adams is just pissed. His, His boy is gone. A lot of his friends are gone. Triple, quadruple Triple team. team. Devontae every, Adams. Every play. Devontae Adams 
is going to get triple the work now. <laughs> he is not going to catch 50 balls this next season because he's just going to be suffocated. By the entire defense. Every defensive player. Every defensive player is going to be like, it's Adams or it's nobody. Who else is Garoppolo? You know they're going to dare Garoppolo to do whatever <laughs> it takes to beat To him. throw it to Hunter Henfro. throw it. Yeah. It ain't going to happen, brother. Why would you get rid of Darren Waller? <laughs> no. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. With Jimmy, like, a lot of the times when I watch him play, maybe it's just something I noticed. I don't have a stat on it. <laughs> but when he misses – he misses high. Yes. And so when you miss high with a big body like George Kittle, like mm. Darren Waller, you know what they can do? They can jump. There's six, 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 five big body tight ends that they play guys. like receivers. You can jump up and, you know, snag the ball in the air and make you look better than what you really are. Exactly. Just throw it up. That's what they're for. So it would only make sense to keep your second best pass catcher, right? You you would think. At yeah. least I don't. I know I'm not a GM of the no, NFL, I'm, no, I know, or a head coach. I, I understand that, but normally you want to keep your best players, yeah, or he's, you know not trade them for a ham sandwich. And he's not even thirty yet, I believe. A dry ham sandwich, a dry ham with no mayo, no mayo, bread, a, ham, bread, sliced white bread, right, and um, the eighty-seven ba- cent white bread you get. At uh, the corner store. Yeah. And it's then that the, the Oscar Mayer ham. No, no, no. This ain't Oscar Mayer. This is like. No, this is Roundies. This is Roundies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Mayer is top notch. So I don't understand the logic there. And Garoppolo is going to suffer for it. And Raiders fans, I am just so sorry. Oh, maybe they pay Foster Moreau. Cool. Foster Moreau is on the way up. I will. I he ain't Darren Waller, though. Let me, say, let me just say that. But He ain't Darren Waller. He is he is an ascending tight end. He's decent. I would not have bet the farm on him like that, though. No, 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 no. And it's another one of those arguments of, was Foster Moreau good on his own merits? Or because everyone's watching Darren Waller? And when he gets in, they're like, oh, okay, Darren Waller's getting a break. They're just going to run the ball. Exactly. He's going to And then they throw it. You're like, oh, we he forgot to catch against sometimes. Oops. Yeah, Whoops. No, I don't know. 10 but, yards. I've been watching Foster Moreau since he was in college. Yeah. He's – I think he's pretty good. He's good. And I'm not talking crap about but, Foster Moreau. He's got a yeah, great first name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I mean, he's a good player. I just don't he's, think he should be the number one guy Waller. yet. Yeah, he, he ain't Darren Waller. Waller. Yeah. I mean, I'll take him on the Lions right now. But you would Cause, take – Because he's an upgrade over every tight end that we have. Because <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't have any tight ends. For some reason, your team doesn't value tight ends, and I don't understand why. It's either we don't value him at all or we value him too much where we spend our first round pick on him. Very true. And I hate it. I can't stand <laughs> it. Because we expect these guys, we expect TJ Hawkinson to be Travis Kelsey. And we expect um Eric Ebron to be Fred Davis. I know you didn't like Hawkinson that much. I was on the Hawkinson train. I the said Hawk- Fred Davis. The Hawkin wagon. Woo! Let me chill. I said Fred Davis. He was cold in college. Fred wow. Davis was. Fred Davis was the man in college, but in the league, he yeah, yeah. I meant Vernon Davis. <laughs> Vernon Davis, there you Vernon go. Vernon Davis, yeah. Yeah, put a little respect on that, too. Um, yeah, I, I don't get the tight end problem with you guys either, but, you know, it is what it is. So, that yeah, Raiders fans, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It, it's going to be a rough season. But um, what else happened? Oh, uh, the Eagles chose to sign um, James Bradbury over – 
Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Darius Slay. I thought that was interesting. Well, CGJ is still just – they haven't decided on him yet. I feel no, like – My thing is – going to get paid. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but my thing go ahead, is – Go ahead. My, my thing is, bro, like, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson – I'm saying his full name for a reason. <laughs> Government like, name. Like, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson – it's hard to put any safety above him. Like, he can really do it all. I'm not I mean, sure why they didn't start with his he's, money. He's as good as any safety in the league is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. And so why not pay him? At least first. Right. Pay him first. And then, and then keep Darius Slay. If you can. And cut your losses with James Bradbury. Thank you. Yeah. Out of the fire you – yeah. Why are you holding on to James Bradbury, <laughs> who was holding on to Juju Smith-Schuster out of everybody? That he, Juju. He was holding Juju Smith-Schuster. Right. This dude got an 87 speed on Madden as a wide receiver. <laughs> and it was he notorious. Him? Like the world saw it, and they made a big deal about him holding Juju in the Super Bowl. And <laughs> you doubled down on him. <laughs> you, Here you go. Here's the money. Back. And you know what? We're going to show you even more love. The, the the guy that that was our star player in your position that locked up Justin Jefferson. See you later. Goodbye. He, he had as many picks as Justin Jefferson had catches. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to cut him. Yeah. And we're going to give you that role. Yep. And then the safety that that was that had your back the entire season that made you look better than what you really are because you were trash according to Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's going to. He's gone. So Possibly. It's all you, bro. It's all you, bro. Possibly. I still Go think CGJ out. is going to get paid by the Philadelphia Eagles because if they let him walk, I have no clue what they're doing. They oh, already – They already, I think he's gone. You think so? I think he's gone. They've already let so many players from that team uh, go in the last 48 hours to the point where yeah. I was like, if they're not doing that to extend CGJ, then what the hell is the – what's the plan? What are we um, doing? What they're doing is they resigned Fletcher Cox, who's uh, I saw that. old. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, he's he's still Fletcher Cox. Don't get me wrong. Sure, he ain't the pagging, Cox, pagging uh, a dude. Yeah, he ain't the first time you went to the Super Bowl, Fletcher Cox. Right. No, this is a uh, Fletcher right. Cox of twenty twenty three. Right. I'm not sure why we're spreading money to. I don't. You I don't gave that money to CJ. That's what I thought they were doing, or to <laughs> someone else, Javon Hargrave. Right. You let they let Miles Sanders go. So. It's Who's a fire sale by, right by, by the Panthers, right? Like I don't, I don't understand what's going on with the Eagles. Like I know they didn't win the Super Bowl, but like they're gutting the team right now. Yeah, um, they're they're due for a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was talking, to, I was talking to my uh, my friend about this. My friend who's a who's an Eagles fan, and I oh. try to try to tell him like, look, your team does not know what the hell is doing right now. You're telling me trust in Howie, trust in Howie. Okay. All right. Howie's been a really good GM up until this point. I can't even lie about that. Yeah, but you know what? All good things come to what? An end. Big time. Especially yeah. in football. And the writing's on the wall. Oh, the yeah. Good times are over. Oh, yeah. I think they're in for some some hard knocks. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> 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 we'll see. Like, I don't, yeah. Eagles have a really bold strategy of. Trying to compete by gutting the team, so we'll see. And the Cowboys just picked up Gilmore. 
Stefan Gilmore. Who no one is going to really, I don't know, but me personally, I hold Stefan Gilmore in high regard. Absolutely. He has nothing but respect from millions of fans. And to me, he instantly makes that team better because now Tra- Trayvon Diggs can play the role oh. that he actually wants to play. Diggs is going to jump every ball that's thrown. He's right? going to eat next year. And so Gilmore can take the number one receiver and be straight. Right. Gilmore is somebody who's still – you still have to respect him on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's not the same Gilmore used to be and, like, he's getting up there in age, but he yeah. will still pick you. He will still yeah. flag your receiver. And I say that to say they got better. Yep. That defense was already elite. That defense just got better. A little bit better. It's yeah. scary. Um, the Cobb, I mean, not the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are going up with the moves they're making. The Eagles are going down. Oh, yeah. So it's like, bro, I was telling them, like, bro, you're going to lose a division. Right. Probably, not, probably won't even be second in the division because low-key, the Commanders or the Giants, Giants they can overtake you guys. They the Giants and Darren Waller now? Yeah. <laughs> And they're going to pay Daniel Jones. I don't know how Daniel Jones is going to play, but they're going to pay him. They already paid him. He got his contract. Well, yeah, yeah. They, just, they yeah. did pay him. They got what? 100, $120 million, $160 million, Some stupid yeah. number? And I was like, okay. For I mean, Daniel Jones, who it's has – It's hard to say they got worse. You, they got better. They got Darren Waller. They got Darren Waller. As long as Darren Waller is healthy, yes, the Giants have yeah. taken an improvement. And then the Commanders, they got Jacoby Brissett, who's better than any quarterback who played for him last year. I agree. I know he's not inspirational, but that that's an upgrade. But that that's a huge that's upgrade. Upgrades or upgrades. And so Terry McLaurin is going to with no Darius Slay. What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen when Terry McLaurin looks over and doesn't <laughs> see Darius? <laughs> Scary Terry's gonna be back. Ooh, and that's you know what's what? gonna happen. And Slay even said, Scary Terry's one of my toughest covers. Mm-hmm. And Scary Terry said, Darius Slay is one of my fun, like one what of the matchups I enjoy yeah. going to against the most. It's one of his so favorite matchups. Oh, yeah, look at that. He, James Blue Bradbury. Oh, yeah. He's going to eat his lunch. Just like, oh, yeah. Barbecue chicken. <laughs> yeah, boy. That's, yeah, NFC East. Man, oh, man. Hey, well, you know what? Lit. History tells us the NFC East is due for a new winner every season. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so, wait, man. That's what, very what true. But at least in this capacity, it's like it's a new winner every year. But the entire division is being elevated because the last few years they were the worst in the league. Everyone's getting worse. Everyone's getting worse. But now everyone's getting better. Now the right. Eagles are getting worse. So. Yeah, so sorry, Philly. Yeah, you had your moment in the sun. You got one championship out of it. Hey, yeah. you had and your you moment got, in the sun. You still got Jalen Hurts on those receivers. Hey. I mean, right. something to look forward to. But absolutely, you guys aren't going to repeat the same season you guys had last year. Won't even be close. No. No, you heard it here first. Won't even be close. Not even close. You guys probably win eight or nine games. I I would agree with that because that defense is going to get scored on a lot now. Yes. Yeah. You you take those players off on that defense when they played the Lions in Week One, you lose that game. That those fangs, the teeth are gone from that defense. So that's yeah, that's going to be tough. The other person, speaking of defenses, the other big signing was Javon Hargrave, also from the Eagles. Mm Hmm. Going to the Niners. And that, that blew me away. Because the Niners were already a top defense. And now you add a mauler like Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. to a, a lineup that already has uh, <laughs> freaking, yeah, Ibukam, Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead is on there. Nick Bosa. Yes. 
That's Fred who it is. Warner. Eric Armstead. Oh, keep Fred that in. Keep... Greenlaw. Javarius Ward. Jimmy Ward. Like, they added Javon Hargrave. They added Javon Hargrave to that defense. Crazy. Yeah, so, so, Eric Armstead, he's he's more of like a, um, a run stopper. Right. Hargrave is a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. You pair him up with Bosa. Nick Bosa and Hargrave are oh. Yikes. Mm. Yikes. Like, you're not throwing against that defense. I'm sorry. You could pray. Light some sage up like Ryan. <laughs> That's all you can do. Uh, the Hargrave got four years, $84 million. $40 million guaranteed. That is a very big contract for somebody who is 30. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's the one risk. But Could be a bad contract in the long run. It could be, but I but, think that first year or two, you're going to get oof. big time value. Big time. Big time. I agree with that. He's, agree. A, he's a game changer. thousand percent. Yeah, man. So, I mean, and like I said, there's, there's so many different signings that have happened. We yeah. won't waste all your time going through all of them. Those are the two big ones, in my opinion. Again, these quarterbacks that are sitting out here are all real, just average, below average. No one really cares. It really is up to the draft now. I know we still have some free agents. Like I said, we still have Orlando Brown sitting out there. Yep. And, and I, I'm glad that there are certain players who are younger who also got paid. I mean – I, I wanted someone like a Draymond Jones, but Seattle got him for you know fifty one million. Good for yeah. him. I think he had a, a great season last year. I mean, yeah, you know, people like Caleb McGarry. I wanted him as an offensive tackle if we didn't get you know another lineman, but he went to the Falcons. Not sure why you want to waste your time with Atlanta, but <laughs> for you, I know that was where I think that's where he came from. So he just yeah. stuck around for another thirty four million. Fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know where all these teams are getting all this money from, but it's fine. But- Cool. It's, it's cool. I'm glad that there's money to go around these young, hungry players. And Man. like you mentioned, David Montgomery, I actually liked him. I knew he wanted to test free agency, and before we even blinked, he was a Detroit Lion. So Man. I feel like he's going to be an improvement for you guys. I'm excited to see him, what he can do with a better offensive line. Should get 10 touchdowns if he's healthy easily. I think, I think that, yeah, I was like, that's a floor, I think. Yeah. And yes, sadly, Jamal Williams, who is a fan uh, favorite, a, a big favorite of mine, big favorite of Ryan's. I know uh, he's he is off to New Orleans to match old, himself up with Alvin Kamara. That's right. He Derek Carr is gonna love having him there. Uh, you know, so the Saints, you know, they they resigned Michael Thomas, so they're bringing their pieces back. If everyone can just get healthy and on the same page, New Orleans. They might have something. We'll see. They're kind of a big question mark right now. They're going to win that division. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. The Bucks got Baker Mayfield. I, <laughs> I saw. Um, but they're going to win that division. Uh, I don't think Carolina is going to be. Oh, no. I am praying that Carolina has the worst season of all time next year so that we can end up with a number one draft pick for doing nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's going to happen. Beautiful. Bryce Young is going to come into that team, and it's going to be. I mean, it, what team does he have? He has no DJ Moore. No, nobody, man. He has Miles Sanders. 
Um, defense is mm, you got Brian Burns and what else? But you talk about manifesting. I'm going to manifest something right here, right now, and it's for the future. Here we go. The Panthers are going to be awful this coming season. That pick that we got from them is going to be top three, top three pick. That's what I'm going to say. And we are going to use that pick, sir, <clears throat> for Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm. And I am going to cry hysterically because Marvin Harrison Jr. is a game wrecker. Mm-hmm. Game wrecker. <laughs> Generational talent. Him and JSN back Ooh, together. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. DJ Moore, JSN. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. That's, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. With Justin that's Fields, nice. with a, and a decent running back, I mean, I'm just letting you know. Like, we're on the up, and I can't I can't freaking wait. I almost let an F bomb go there too. That'd be that'd be nice, man. That'd be I'm putting be it out nice. there. We're manifesting. We're putting things on whiteboards. I'm making that happen. That'd be a nice little scenario for you. That'd guys. be lovely. It'd be lovely. Ohio State team for real. Oh boy. All right, sir. Let us end with your segment of the day. Again, workshop title. We're calling this Ryan Loves to Love. <laughs> And, um, you know, we hung out before back in the day, you know, the, the four of us at a sure. party. So it was me, the person I had dealings with, and then uh, the friend and the significant other. So me and the significant other, we we know each other, you know, so we, we chopped it up. I yeah. saw, I'm, I'm going to call him Pseudo Udo. All right. <laughs> you know, that's my boy Pseudo Udo. So we shook up, woo, woo, woo. we talked in line, you know, chopping it up. And then he was like, man, I actually forgot your name. Um, because we only met that that one time, one time, but that sure. two times, twice. But it was a long time, long, long time. I fell off the face of the earth, as you know. I so see. yeah, so and then, um, Jigglypuff. <laughs> that's, that's great name, great yeah, name, Jigglypuff. That's uh, his significant other slash the person I used to have dealings with. Their friend. Got it. Okay. So she looked back and she like kind of up up and downed me and mugged me, you know. And she yeah, was, yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's Ryan. <laughs> wow, so just I like that. Like, I, was, I was like, I was like, yeah, she should probably don't like me because, uh, yeah, she does, you know yeah. yeah, cool, whatever, right? Boom. Fast forward to last week Friday. Okay. So I pull up to my guy. You guessed it, y'all. Blastoise. Blastoise. <laughs> <laughs> the, legend Blastoise. <laughs> the legend himself, Blastoise. Man. <laughs> We actually went out because it was his birthday, so shout out to him, man. Nice. Happy birthday, Happy Blastoise. Happy birthday, my dog, man. But anyway, pull up. We hot box. We go to the same bar. Okay. 
to the same bar. And, you know, we all chilling. You know, we get there. I do my I do my typical scouting of the place. I look at all the prospects, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> high and low with my binoculars, without my binoculars. The good old scouting report, back. You know what I'm saying? Right. And taking my notes. Who's in here? I know everyone who's in here. I know what they're, you know what I'm saying? What they like, you know, where they've been at. Right. You know what I'm saying they've been on the dance floor or they've been at the bar. So I know what kind of girl <laughs> they is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I took my notes or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, cool. Now it's time to go to the bar, get some drinks, get a little tipsy, and then go have some fun. All right. You know what I'm saying? With some shorties, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. And so you get to the bar. Boom. It's me, my guy Blastoise, uh, my guy Larvatar. We had the whole squad there hitting <laughs> on top. Psyduck was back with us. Oh, God. Uh, we had my guy Zubat. <laughs> Zubat. <laughs> we had my guy Zubat, man. Oh, man. Am I missing anybody? Nope, nobody. Nope. <laughs> and so, you know, we all throwing oh, them back, yeah. throwing them back. Oh, yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear... Don't be ignoring me. Oh. And I'm like, looking around. Boom. It's Jigglypuff. Oh. Okay. It's Jigglypuff. Okay. Yes. And so I'm like, wait a minute. You talking to me? You was talking right. to me. I I I hear you say anything. She's like, <laughs> Yeah, how you been? She gave me a hug. Oh. And so I when she gave me a hug, I was like, okay, it's gonna be a little friendly hug. But it was like kind of caressing. Oh. Like, yeah, like she was like getting kind of close. I was like, "Whoa, what is going on here?" Ooh, okay. Um, real quick, this is this is all throwing me off because one, she's never been like this. Like, like I told you, sure, back in sure. December, she 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 mugged me, gave me the up and down, and said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, right." Like, well, that's right, right, right. Yeah, and on top of that, you used to be friends with the person I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And then on top of that. You and I have the same last name. Oh. So, so I don't know if I told you this, or I don't know if you know this, but in the Hmong community, in the Hmong tradition, the culture, the culture. If, you same, if you had the same last name, it's like you're from the same family. Right, right. Like a tribe. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So, so it's it's forbidden. It's an abomination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't say forbidden. Oh, no. It's forbidden. <laughs> it's an abomination. But you know what? It still happens. And you know what? I was already tipsy. So you know what I said? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm so respectful. Oh, nope. Before I get into that, this is what I said. Okay. She So she gave me a hug. And I said, hey, uh, we're pseudo Udo. Right. And she goes, oh, we're not together no more. Uh-oh. She was like, I don't know. We're not together no more. And then she was like, let's take a shot. Just me and you. Uh, I was like, all right, but. So I don't know fruits. if I bought the first round. <laughs> I don't know if I bought the first round or she bought the first round. But I believe I bought the first round. Classy. So I bought the first round. And this is where my memory starts to get a little foggy. So I'm going to tell you exactly what I remember. Oh, God. Like the story has layers. So I'm going to go back and tell you exactly what happened. Like okay. The real, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, this is from what I remember. We taking shots, but before we take the shots, the bartender hands over the receipt, and she picks it up and signs it. Oh, she signed my name. I was, I was like, whoa, too. <laughs> boom, whatever. We take the shot. Boom. Okay, she goes on her way. I go my way. So my guys get a little more drunk. Boom, she comes back like five minutes later. Mm-hmm. She comes back and she's like, 
Damn. I just looked you up on Facebook. Sucks. You're a Vang. And oh, I was like, <laughs> it is forbidden. <laughs> and then, but then I was just, I was looking at her and I was like, you know what? I'm tipsy. So I know if she said that. Ooh. I know she I know she's thinking something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I know she's thinking yeah. something. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna do it. I was I was dropped the I was dropped the <laughs> so I said, freaking, I'm gonna do it. Freaking, right. I'm gonna do it. I said. Man, nobody gotta know. <laughs> oh my god! And then she was like, she was like, but I want to be shown off. Like, and I was like, I was like, that's where it confused me. It didn't register with me at the moment. Sure. But as I thought about it, like when I got sober the next morning, I was like, damn, what does she mean? Like a relationship? Right. Like you want me that to mean a lot of things. Post, you want me to post it on social media? Like, damn, that was crazy. Right. But like, I was just. Real quick. I mean, we could have had fun for the night and just had had to had to be like that, and then like just laugh about it later. You feel me? Right, like, right, right. But I ain't, I ain't, I ain't crap for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't crap for that. You know what? Anyway, let me get back to my story so we can finish this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, she's all talking crazy and stuff to me. Um, my memory starts to get a little blurry because I start to get more and more drunk. Um, and then she buys around and she's like, here, you sign it now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> boom. <laughs> and then she was like, she was like, oh, this detail. I remember this detail specifically too. She was like, oh, um, yeah. So we don't get pho tomorrow morning. Okay. Pho is what like we get when we get hangovers. Like when, yeah, yeah. when we get hangovers. I don't know if you've ever had pho. At, uh, after I have and it's delicious. Best thing you have. That is absolutely. Okay, cool. And then boom, fast forward. It's two a.m. About to close, right? Right, right. So I'm. My memory goes. I sit in my car, zoom home. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to lay in my bed. I'm drunk as hell. <laughs> right. I walk upstairs. Boom, boom, boom. Close the door. You know what I'm saying? Take my clothes off. Boom, knock out. Right. Wake up in the morning. I'm like, ah. It's a beautiful morning. Hear the birds chirping, hanging. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about all the decisions I had made and didn't make last night. And I'm like, wow. Of course, of course. What a night. And then I pick up my phone and I see so many notifications from texts, from Facebook Messenger, from Instagram, from calls, from everything. I'm sliding up and I'm like, what, what? the hell happened last night? And the one of the messages I seen on Facebook was, damn, this all happened when Ryan was sleeping at his own house. And I'm like, at my house? What? So I walk downstairs and I see a case of Michelob. That's why I have this. Oh my God. <laughs> what? A case of Michelob, my rice all out from the fridge. And I was all rice? hard and eating rice. <laughs> Bro, beer oh, is still. <laughs> beer is still all over my rolling tray with with the ganja on the rolling tray. Beer just all up in my rolling. I had to scrub what? my rolling tray. Yeah, like my house is not trashed, but trashed. What happened? So let me get there. Okay. So I said to myself, I need to find out exactly what happened because. I blacked out and this is scaring me. Right. <laughs> Even though this hell? is hilarious, hilariously scaring me. <laughs> and so instead of getting fucked with, with Jigglypuff, right. 
I hit a Blastoise, or Blastoise hit me up. Yeah. And then we went to go get fucked. Sure. And so that whole day, I was just trying to figure stuff out, figure stuff out. So this is exactly what happened from speaking to uh, my boy Psyduck, my boy Psyduck's girlfriend, Totodow, like I said, Blastoise, <laughs> Marvitar, Hitmontop, and Doug Trio. Do they all know that what Pokemon they are if they listen to this? It's not like it matters. <laughs> two of them do. Two of them do. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's cool. All right, go on. Anyway, so story goes. So before we left the club, me and Blastoise were taking shots with Doug Trio. Doug Trio represents three people. Sure. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're always together. Because they're always together. Three Absolutely. dudes. We're super cool with them. Super cool with them, right? Right. So apparently we're taking shots with them. And the story goes, I start yelling at people, hey, come to the crib. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm, hey, come to the crib. Come to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I dropped the Addy. Like, come on, just come to the crib. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess Jiggly Fluff heard, or I told her, I one of the two, I probably told her. Right, told her directly. <laughs> so... Um, one of the messages I seen on my phone was from her, and she said, "Wya, where you at?" Oh, at like two in the morning. Yeah, you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so check this. So you remember how I said I went upstairs and went to sleep? Right. So when we left the club after taking shots with Doug Trio, I was not in the car alone. Oh, Blastoise was with me. Oh, <laughs> I just don't remember seeing him. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember him at all. So we get wow. home. Boom. Apparently, I didn't close the door. Apparently, we walked in the house together, and I left the door open, and everyone's coming inside. <laughs> and then I went upstairs. Blastwood said I was knocked out on the stairs. Wow. And then I walked into the guest room, not even my real room, into the guest room, and I slept in the guest room on the air mattress. In your own house? In my own house. Wow. Yes. That's where I woke up, and that's how I got there. Now, <laughs> so everybody started coming through. You know what I'm saying? Psyduck, his girlfriend, told her now. Right. Hit him on top. Uh, the, the, this chick named Ditto, who will be relevant in a bit. Yeah. Um, I got Zubat, Pidgeotto, who Blastoise was trying to mess with. Oh, my God. My guy Haunter. You know, everybody. Gloom, Jigglypuff's sister. Yeah, the whole lineup, huh? Larvitar. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everybody coming through. And so, boom, Jigglypuff was there. Oh. So Jigglypuff comes up, and apparently she comes up to the room I was sleeping in, and she tries to wake me up. Uh-huh. And uh, obviously I'm dead. Right. I'm so story has it from uh, from Blastoise and uh, Hitmontop. They uh-huh. told me themselves. Yeah. As soon as she saw that you were sleeping, Jigglypuff hit. Oh, Okay. And Jigglypuff took Gloom, who Hitmontop was trying to talk to. Right. And since he left, he had to move somewhere else. So I don't even know who all was here, but I knew Jigglypuff <laughs> took Gloom, the girl he was trying to hit or like talk to. Right. Uh, Said some other people with her, like so, so, some girls. Some of the party people. left. Yes. She was yeah. with multiple girls. I just don't know who all was here. That's what still makes this story scary because I don't know who was all invited over to my house. That's freaky. That's <laughs> who freaky. All stepped my house. That's very freaky. Yes. And so, boom, they left. And I'm thinking when I'm hearing the story, like, damn, I could have done some bad things. <laughs> the man above heard me make my my my, my semen retouching statement. And he said, <laughs> I'm, 
<laughs> I was wondering if I was going to come back into play. And he said, I'm going to help you out. So you know what? Thank you to my creator. Got you. Got you. <laughs> and so, this is when he gets juicy. So oh, like boy. I said, Blastoise is talking to P.G. Yoto out in the car. He took uh-huh. her away from the party, you know, trying to do his thing. That's me? a move. I know I move. You know, and it gets a little later in the night. And so, um, uh, uh, Ditto, um, Ditto likes Hitmontop. Sure. But Hitmontop does not like Ditto. Got it. And so Ditto calls up Doug Trio, the three homies. Yeah. Super cool. They come by. Boom. This is like close to four in the morning now. And my boy Larvatar and my boy Hitmontop was like, hey, who the F are these dudes? <laughs> oh, they didn't know. Apparently they didn't. Oh. Hitmontop's from out of town, so it makes sense. Sure. And so, you know, they're like, hey, you know, uh, we're gonna kick everybody out because you know, Ryan's sleeping and it's getting late. Understandable, sure, right? Sure, sure. But from from what I the information I've gathered, the notes I've taken uh from Totodile and Blastoise and Hitmontop, Ditto got angry. Oh, Ditto got angry, barged out the house and took Pidgeotto with her and said, these dudes are lame. We out. I'm paraphrasing. I can't say it today. Yeah, I feel you. Because we, the challenge. No, we've already failed multiple times. But yes. yes. <laughs> but Blastoise came out of the car heated. Oh, Extremely no. heated. Like, y'all dudes cock blocking y'all son. <laughs> he came out and went off on everybody, right? So he hydro was, pump. <laughs> hydro pumping everybody. everybody. Larvatar was going off too. Ooh, so it was just like a big misunderstanding, right? Wow. And I guess that's when beer started spilling and things got into my rolling tray that shouldn't have been in there. Oh. Um, and things happened. Right. Sounds like it. Yes. And I say all that to say, this whole night, when I begin to analyze it from top to bottom, is my fault. <laughs> I mean, you're kind this of This whole smart. night is my fault, man. <laughs> wow. Look, look, if I was, even if I invited everybody over, because I would never do that if I was sober. God, no. No, no, no. Even if, even if I invited everybody over, as long as I was awake, Everybody would have been perfectly fine. Yep. I would have had Jigglypuff. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. She would have made her trip worth it. Uh, everybody would have been able to stay here because I'd be like, hey, no, it's cool. We still up. We lit. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So you facilitate the whole thing. Yeah, Blastoise would have yeah. had yeah. his fun. You yep. know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe, maybe Hitmontop would have had his fun too. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't even have to be like that, but had... When I say his fun, it could have just been a great time, you know, right. just a great time. Like, right, right. I'm not always talking about the you the feel transaction, me? you know. Yes, the transaction. I feel you. But I say all that to say, I'm still dumbfounded because that's never happened to me before. Like, someone with the same last name who used to be friends with someone I used to deal with, um, and you know, I'm cool with your uh old significant other. Right. <laughs> my what but oh you mean that, that person yes Luda. I got yeah. you but at the same time man that doesn't make me S-H-I-T either right. because I was with the S-H-I-T's so <laughs> <laughs> so but I feel like you're saying though you were like you were the catalyst that would have kept everything running smoothly uh, and your behind got so drunk that yeah. that linchpin was gone and then Every, all hell broke loose. 
all hell broke loose. They had some party at your place where you were knocked out, and yes. like, so much went down. Yes, and it could have been way better, but you were taking a second. If, yeah, if I would just man, look, I wouldn't say it's I your knew, fault. I would just say I, that no, man, look, circumstances. Look, man, look. Let me tell you this. When when I was texting Jigglypuff the next morning, I said, "Hey, my bad. I was really drunk and I KO'd at my house." Right. She said, "Yeah, you were gone. You were not." <laughs> I said, "Wait, how do you know?" <laughs> Yeah, I instantly said, wait, how do you know? <laughs> you, had to, <laughs> you had to put all the pieces together. Yeah, wait, 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 and that's wait. when I slowly started putting the whole story together. Right. And then I, I'm like, bro, I can't drink no more. Oh. I, I can't get drunk no more. <laughs> I, I miss out on too much, and too much happens, and I can't stop anything. Bro, I, I got to make smarter decisions. You, you heard it here today first. I'm a changed man. Semen retention. No longer drinking to get drunk. <laughs> but yeah. That's not gonna happen, dude. <laughs> I say the same thing every hangover. I'm never drinking again. I hate this. I hate this feeling. And I just had some Hennessy like ten minutes ago. So like, <laughs> it, it 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 happens to us all. But yeah, sorry, bro. That, that's uh, how it goes sometimes. When you play around with shots, you play around with fire. Ah uh, man, man, who are you that, telling? That is crazy. About Casamigos and. Tennessee. Oh, that's a bad combo. But I'm sorry. There's just no there's no way you can do both semen retention and not drinking. Like there oh, are no, no, so no. many pleasures in life. I, I, I might okay, no, no, look. I'll still drink, but I won't drink to get like drunk like how I was. Right. Maybe moderate Maybe one, I need one or both of those. You know what I'm saying? But semen retention is for sure. Like uh this this nut sack is holding every drop. I, Wow! wow. Yes. You don't have to <laughs> I didn't cuss. <laughs> you, you sure didn't. But wow, you painted a picture. That's for sure. Every last. Wow. One. On that note, I think we can pretty much wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last words for your fans after listening to that story. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I hope you all <laughs> have had Whoever's a wonderful left. time uh, chilling with us if you made it this far. Again, if you made it this far, we appreciate you. We love you. Wish you nothing but blessings in abundance. Ooh. And I'm going to hand it back off to my brother Seeds. Blessings in abundance. I like that. Blessings in abundance. It's very spiritual. Uh, you know, you know what it is. Like, subscribe, follow. I think. This is episode eight, and my goal is by episode ten, we will have socials, sir, working on that, Bet. so the the people can reach us. We can yes. hear the people. That's what I yes. want to hear. Oh, and uh, we will also have a clips channel coming soon. Yes, we're working on that too. Yes. Big things coming up. I'm trying to see if maybe I might have a surprise guest. Mm. That's kind of getting worked out a little bit too. So lots of little surprises, lots of little mm. improvements to the show coming. So stay tuned. We appreciate you staying with us. We appreciate you listening, even if it's for five minutes, ten minutes, the entire episode up until semen retention and <laughs> giant giant nut sacks full of liquid. We don't have to hear about all that all the time. But, <laughs> but if you yeah. passed through all of that and you're still with us, we really love you. So wow. I mean, you're the, you guys are the best. 
Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. We got plenty more for you. That's what we do. On that note, we'll wrap it up here. Y'all be easy. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's my wife's birthday on Friday. We will be going out. So I'm probably going to have a blackout story to tell myself next week. Hey, what if I go with you, Nonclass? You know uh, man, you, you know, shoot ever left me. I'm a, a parent. We do adult drinking, man. You do now, that, now man. we can both have different sides of my story. If, <laughs> if I see it, if I'm a witness to it, yeah, yes, I can be a witness. You're a witness. I saw this dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. I plan on drinking a lot of Irish whiskey that day. So uh. I may not be the, the best person to tell a story on that night either. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> We haven't gone out for her birthday in a long time. It's, it's tough when it's St. Patrick's Day. So it's, ooh, boy, I'll be out here drinking with these kids. That's uh, Ugh. that's no, you a, got the iron liver. Yeah, you know, man, it's getting worse and weaker by the day. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's why there are many better alternatives than just drinking. But we won't get into that because I still need sponsors. Anyway, we'll catch you on the flip. We're here for you. You can fucking bank on it. Yeah, <laughs> enough, Bob. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck, fuck.